Hello, and welcome back to Self Interrupted, the top 20 Brazilian podcast with your host, Kate Costello. I, girl, the way, sorry, I have to talk about it every episode. I just, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It gets me every time. It still gets me that we're charting. So I like to honor that every episode from now on, you know? while we're still in the charts in several countries i want to i want to let it be known this week we are honoring the brazilian listeners so if you're a brazilian listening to this podcast i appreciate you highly thank you so much for streaming i think we are number 12 in personal journals which is just crazy i mean i just i can't believe it's not a meme like i can't believe i'm not just lying i'm sure if i wasn't charting i would just be lying and saying we're like number one in the billboard hot 100 as a joke but like the fact that we are is crazy to me. I love podcasting. I mean, we've been doing it now for a month. Episode four, everyone scream. But yeah, welcome back to Self Interrupted. Episode four, and we're talking about January as a whole. I'm really excited to get into this episode because it's something that I wanna do every month. A little roundup of each month, you know? I used to love watching favorites videos on YouTube, hearing what, you know, the divas had to say about their month and like what was their favorite products, their favorite films, TV shows, music, etc. And that's what this episode is gonna be. It's just gonna be a bunch of recommendations and what's been going on in the month of January. I love an episode that's just like laid back and chill. And a lot of you said that you really liked last episode and just the more laid back approach to it just a topic and I talked, which I really was thankful for because I was a little bit nervous about last week's episode because it was kind of unknown territory. I hadn't done that before because, you know, the previous two episodes before that were very topical and I had stories to go with them. Just thank you so much for all the support. Um, It really, really means a lot to me. But before we get into today's episode, that sounded like it was a segue to a sponsorship. Can you imagine? I don't actually have ads on this podcast and that's like very, it's very intentional. I love listening to podcasts that don't have ads. I mean, maybe in the future I might implement ads, but right now I just don't really want to. I don't like skipping adverts. Like that annoys me, especially when I just get into the flow of a podcast. And then like 10 minutes in, it's like, ding, ding, ding. I want to talk to you guys about this product. Like, girl, please. But yeah, right now I'm very happy doing no ads. Before we get into today's episode, I'd like to catch you guys up on what's been going on in my week. So let's get into that. Honestly, recently I haven't been busy at all. A lot of the time I've spent at home. It's just me being real. I feel like on social media, you're just engulfed with people doing shit all the time, but I wasn't doing much. I honestly had like a very at home week. Um, I did run 5K at the beginning of the week, let it be known. I lo- I do love running. I love to run. I was actually running to um, You'll Always Find A Way Back Home from the Hannah Montana movie soundtrack incredible song to run to actually let me give you my 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 running playlist real quick my favorite songs to run to are now you've got me on the spot oh okay physical by dua lipi that song probably the best running song ever because it just it has such a great it, it it's it's such a great pacing because i find that with verses sometimes in a song they get a bit boring with the production you can't really run to it but girl that one is so good and then you'll always find your way back home honestly any like hannah montana music is great to run to and let it be known on the treadmill I'm dancing and I've said this to my friends and they're embarrassed but they're not at the gym with me I'm not dancing okay I'm not dancing that's a lie I'm running on the treadmill and I'm like I'm playing the drums okay maybe it's a little embarrassing but I am like I'm playing like the air drums is that bad I don't know but I am kind of like I'm hitting to the beat I'm also running to the beat it's very important that the song has a great bpm beats per minute so I can run to it so I can also hit the floor at the time the beat drops oh that shit the serotonin 
leaps when that happens. It's incredible. See, I did a little bit of a run. That's kind of all I did. I actually went to the gym and they started filming promotional stuff for their social media while I was in the background. I was like, God, I did not sign a bloody form to let you videotape me. So I had to leave the gym because I was like not about to be in their social media campaign with me like trying to lift an 8kg weight in the background. Like it's not gonna happen. Also, it was the first week of the bob. It was the first week of the bob. I love it. You guys, it's a lifestyle. Having a bob is incredible. I was kind of a bit apprehensive at first of the bob because I don't know, I was just so used to having my Costello sleek bun. In the long term, I think the bob will just, it works so much better. And I think it just looks so much more, I don't know, feminine. And my friend Olivia said it's more approachable. I actually saw Olivia. We went to get boba. Well, actually no, we initially went. Okay, so we've had a bit of a dilemma recently. And I wonder if any of you guys can relate. We kind of came to a realization recently that we've really outgrown this town because bitch, whenever we're out, we feel like we're on the Truman Show. We feel people staring at us. We were at Cafe Nero trying to have a catch up. The girls were trying to girl. We were sitting down. We were like, you know, having a cheeky gossip, catching up on the life, cackling as we do. And the children were staring at us. I had to scream. It's staring to a point where like, we both acknowledge it and we can both tell that both of us are conscious of the fact that people are staring at us, that when one of us bring it up, it's like, oh my God, I literally was about to say that. We had that experience in Cafe Nero. So we were like, okay, let's go to the new fancy cafe that just opened. We went there. First of all, my local town getting real confident and charging London prices for smoothie. I paid six pounds for a smoothie. We went in there and the same thing happened. It was insane. But this past week, I've also been getting really bad sleep. And I don't know if it's something to do with like astrology and stuff. God, I don't know. So I don't know if the moon is in some kind of position that's not favoring me, but girl, move. Because I wanna get my 10 hours. And I know what you're thinking, Kit, it's eight hours. No, bitch, I've been getting simply six hours. So I want the 10, I want it to be made up. I was just like really stressed out at the start of last week. I recorded the podcast on Monday. Tuesday, I edited it. Tuesday is normally the day that I get the best sleep. I was looking forward to Tuesday. Let it be known. Tuesday night rolls around. The water's beside the bed. I'm in my freshly clean pajamas. Just come out of the shower. I'm in bed. I'm ready to sleep. I've now hit my REM cycle. It's 3 a.m. I hear meow, meow. My cat Phoebe screaming. I get out, I say, bitch, what do you want? Let it be known, 3 a.m., I'm outside in my pajamas. My family are up, they're just hearing me speak to this cat, saying, bitch, what do you want? Go back to sleep. As if she can speak back to me. So I go downstairs, I'm letting her in every single room because she's just meowing at every door. Eventually I let her out the front door, she goes out. I don't know what she needed to do, she needed to do her own thing. I'm outside, it's now 3.30 a.m. I'm looking up at the stars and I'm thinking, oh girl, the stars are beautiful tonight. I said, girl, go back to bed, don't be poetic. You need to get your sleep. I then wake up at quarter to six and then I'm like, okay, I guess the morning routine starts. So then I, I, I just didn't get my sleep. And that kind of happened throughout all of last week. So let's get into what's been going on in my January. I wanna talk about, you know, January as a whole and then get into my favorites because I have different genres for my favorites. I have TV shows, films, music, and then random. Yeah, there's a random topic. I know, everyone's scream. But let's get into January as a whole. January feels like it's been going on for a while now. It's weird because I feel like it's it's gone very quickly, but it feels like it's been dragging. Like it feels like someone's been pulling at it and it's been dragging its heels into the snow. In terms of work, honestly, nothing much has been going on. I mentioned it before, but like I've got no modeling work throughout January. It's very normal for, you know, self-employed people to like, for it to ebb and flow. 
but bitch has been ebbing. It's been ebbing. I've got no work. And I like to be open about that because I don't know, sometimes you just see people's successes. Not that not getting work isn't successful or makes you unsuccessful. I just feel like a lot of the time you just see too much of people having the work, but bitch, I have not been getting work. And it's, it's really frustrating sometimes because especially because you know it's been the fashion weeks i think it's been men's fashion week which i mean kind of makes sense as to why i'm not there because all the runways that i've been on i've been more in the feminine category i've been wearing the dresses now i have but you know seeing all your peers and the people that you work with and the colleagues the colleagues all in like milan and then in paris it gets it was just like oh my gosh but there was nothing i could do about it so i think that's another reason why it kind of dragged on because i was just waiting for that email being like, oh my gosh, can you go to Paris? But I just didn't get it. And it was fine, it's fine. And it's very normal to not get work as a model. So if you're a model out there, a bit sad that you didn't get work this month, it's totally fine, it's normal babes, get into it. But also this month, my podcast, the podcast came out this month. I think it was the 11th of January, we debuted with the first episode and it, it, it took over the Hot 100 on Billboard. Yeah, we took all 10 spaces, which was, it was just crazy, you guys. I can't believe we did that. I'm just so happy I've done this because a lot of the time I come up with ideas and I don't really execute them, but I come up with all the ideas and like how I'm gonna promote it and how I want everything to look, but I never really go through with it. So I'm really happy that I've gone through with the podcast, but I've definitely been working myself pretty hard this month. And I always feel kind of guilty saying that because I don't have a nine to five regular office job, I guess. And I definitely wanna do a whole episode on the guilt of self-employment. I really have found myself this month almost overworking myself to avoid that guilt of being self-employed, which is really funny, you know? I've been stupidly like waking up at like quarter to six, cause you know, famously, I haven't been able to get sleep. I think part of that is because I'm like, I need to, I need to be doing TikTok. I need to be replying to TikToks. I need to, be... and I don't know why. I think because it like, it almost like ticks off in my brain that I'm working, which is just so unnecessary. But I really have found myself overdoing it to the point where it's just, it's unhealthy because I feel myself staring at a screen far too much. I think this month I've learned that I don't need to do that, bestie. You can relax, you can chill. And I think that's a really nice thing to come out of this month. And I'm happy that I've learned that at the beginning of this year. So if you're also in the same position as me and you have that kind of self-employment guilt, just know that first of all, you shouldn't be feeling guilty at all. You shouldn't feel like you have to hate your job to have a job. I'm happy that I've learned that at the top of this year. This is the first time in January, I mean, of recent years, I haven't set goals for myself. And I kind of made that a, oh my God, not me making a goal to not set goals, but I did. I went into this new year not wanting to set goals because I just, I don't like that pressure on myself. If I don't achieve those goals, I, I get upset. No, I do. And I'm also one of those people that's like, if I'm not seeing progress, even in the first month of me getting close to that goal, I'm gonna be upset with myself. I'm really happy that I haven't set those goals. I'm, I feel like I'm, I do feel almost a bit of a weight off of my shoulders. I have my little vision board on my phone. I love making a vision board. I prefer making a vision board to writing down goals because that just feels so formal, like writing down the goals, but you know, getting a cute little vision board together, putting it as the wallpaper on my phone, it feels cute. No, it does. So that's been something this month that I've really been appreciating that I did. I've just been slightly more lenient on myself on that side, obviously on the work side, like I said, I've been too harsh on myself. You know, it's a trial month. I have been working hard on social media this month and I feel like I've really grown like a little community, which is really sweet on TikTok. Like the Kittenators are 
kittenating. We've created a little community where we talk about modeling, we have a little podcast and it's really cute. It just feels like a little, a little community that I love. Speaking of things I love, let's get into the favorites of this month. Okay, I want to start off with my random favorites of the month. First of all, I want to talk about laser hair removal. You guys, you need the updates. Laser hair removal genuinely feels like a glitch in the matrix. I feel like I've cheated the system. It's bizarre. If you don't know, I started getting laser hair removal this year. I've only had one session. After the session for about a week, you need to think like the hair was frazzled. So it was really hard for me to shave. And I found it really upsetting because I was like, oh, I'm not seeing a difference. It's really bad for me. But a couple of weeks later, I was able to like properly do a clean shave. And ever since then, the hairs have just been falling out and it's been glorious. I see a crazy difference. And it honestly makes me so happy. The idea that I'm not shaving every day now is just insane to me. And I'm so happy that I started it off in the new year. It's just another reason that like I'm happy within the year going forward that like every month there's going to be less hair on my face and it's going to make me look slightly more feminine and more slay and that just makes me so happy if you want to get laser hair removal i strongly recommend it so that's definitely one thing that i've been absolutely loving a second thing salad i love salad so much like unironically and i've come up with a new recipe for a salad which i'm just obsessed with and it involves okay get into this dried cranberries yeah really random but love it sunflower seeds spinach tofu yeah a little bit of tofu in there raw tofu let it be known if you're not eating raw tofu what are you doing raw tofu is the way forward i'm so serious what else like hummus cucumber avocado but then this is the this is the secret ingredient in the costello salad dijon mustard i know dijon mustard french mustard any kind of mustard you can get your hands on mustard in a salad is so delectable incredible insatiable it's so nice it just adds that little kick that you need that's been a, a very big favorite of mine this year another favorite chocolate covered almonds oh my gosh girl i found this oh my god what the bloody hell are they called it's like forest something wait i need to look this up because i have my ipad here i'm very serious when it comes to chocolate covered almonds and i need you guys to know forest chocolate almonds Forest Feast, is that it? Oh my God, Forest Feast, salted dark chocolate almonds. Bitch, they're a godsend. They are three pounds something, like expensive, but you get a good amount. And it's also a nice amount of chocolate. They don't like, they don't slack, like it's good. And it's a very random favorite, which again, reminder, which is why it's in the random category, it is. But something that is making me feel incredibly special is the new shampoo and conditioner I have. Ugh, I sound so bloody boring. Not me saying my favorite things are salad, laser hair removal, chocolate covered almonds and shampoo and conditioner. I have the JVN, Jonathan Van Ness hair stuff. And it is just, it's life-changing. If you don't know who JVN is, they're the hairstylist in Queer Eye and their hair care brand, very expensive, very expensive, but just very good quality. And my hair feels very nice now. I always find it kind of hard to invest in almost like skincare and hair care. I always kind of find myself doubting whether I should be spending that money on it. But whenever I buy it, I never regret spending that money on it because I always come out of the shower after drying my hair 
feeling good. My hair feels shiny. And trust and believe, if you're a girly that bleached their hair, you know that you need to take care of your hair as much as you can. All of my hair is pretty much virgin hair now because it's all outgrown. But like, I almost feel like indebted to my hair because I did so much damage to it that now I'm just, I feel like I should look after it as much as I can. So if you have the money, I would definitely recommend investing in some good hair care products because it's just, it's nice. You come out feeling like you're looking after yourself. And that's something I definitely want to get into within this new year is treating myself to products that I feel like are doing good for me. Something else I've been loving, speaking of skincare and makeup and stuff, is the Glossier Cloud Paint. Something simple. I know what you're thinking. A little cloud paint, which if you don't know, is like a little blush kind of moment. I have two shades of this. I have it in Puff and Storm. Storm is more of a darker, almost like a blood color. And I stopped using that color, but now I'm using it on my eyelids. I know everyone scream. I don't know. I just, I'm really loving it. It's almost like a bit of an eyeshadow. And I think it just looks really slay. Like today I put it on and I was like, okay, bitch where are we going like I put it everywhere on my face like I have pink cheeks but like that's my decision so in conclusion for the random section I've just been loving almost mundane things honestly investing in like mundane things is the best for you it makes you feel good let's move on to my favorite films of January I actually had time to watch films this month. I'm not one that would sit down and watch a film just because I don't I don't have great patience when it comes to watching films. I'm one of those people that checks how much time is left, which is something I'm trying to do recently while watching films. I'm consciously opting to not do that because it ruins it, you know? If you're constantly waiting for the film to be over, God, just turn it off. And I've been enjoying films much more. And a film that I've really enjoyed this month was Bones and All. So Bones and All is basically a film that follows mainly one character played by Taylor Russell, who is in Lost in Space, which by the way, is one of my favorite Netflix shows or shows in general ever. It's just so good, it's drama. It basically follows this family in the future when the earth, basically just collapses and humanity has to like resort to living in space. And obviously there's drama that ensues and it's so, so good. So if you haven't watched Lost in Space, I highly recommend it. But Bones and All basically follows Taylor Russell's character and she has this supernatural thing where she has to eat people, which sounds really weird. The promotion for this film, I, I feel like it didn't specify enough that it was a supernatural need that these people had to eat individuals to kind of almost live because I went into this film just thinking that they were teenagers that you know just wanted to eat people I feel like the promotion for this film just didn't do it justice and it's just a coming-of-age film about her being abandoned by her family because she wanted to eat people but she's different she's quirky she just wants to eat people um and basically along the way she finds different they're called eaters i think she falls in love with timothy chalamet's character who is also an eater what i loved about the film is that you just got deeper and deeper into the characters and you really almost fell in love with these characters when you just thought that you couldn't because they're literally murderers who eat their victims. You start to sympathize with these characters because you learn so much about their backstories and especially Taylor Russell's character. And I don't know, it's just really, really interesting. And I didn't expect to come away from that film loving it. Oh my gosh. So I watched Megan and you guys, that cinema. That, no, 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 no. You don't understand. That's history. It's set in a future where there is this new toy 
called Megan, who is produced and developed to essentially look after kids. And the whole film is basically based around this little girl who's lost her parents and she lives with her auntie who is a toy developer and she's developing this doll called Megan. Megan is a prototype, so everyone scream. Megan is in beta and not in full production. But then Megan turns out to be a bloody serial killer of all things because Megan is basically programmed to care and look after the child that she is paired with. So anyone that tries to upset this child that Megan is paired with gets just killed. There's no compromising, they just get killed. So like a dog gets killed, another child gets killed. It's pretty bad out here. I wouldn't say it's really a gory film because you don't really see much of the murders. It's kind of alluded to which is kind of nice. It's, it's a nice contrast from Bones and All where you literally see Timothy Chalamet eating someone alive. It's a nice change, you know? But Megan is just camp. Megan just starts singing Titanium by Sia randomly to try and console this child. I really think in the future, it's gonna be up there with like Chucky. Another film that I watched was called Whispers of the Heart, which is a Studio Ghibli film. I... I love Studio Ghibli so bloody much. The thing that I love about Studio Ghibli is the scene setting. You feel like you are just immersed in this world because the first five minutes of the film, you're just taking in the surroundings, which I just love. And this is the first Studio Ghibli film that I've watched that isn't really like magical because you know, like Spirited Away, Kiki's Delivery Service, Howl's Moving Castle, it's kind of just magical and mystical. But Whispers of the Heart is just a coming of age film about a teenager that just doesn't know their worth yet. That's something that I really relate to. There's a scene where the main character goes to this old man's vintage shop and the old man gives her a geode. The main character was basically doubting herself and saying, I just don't believe in myself. I don't think that I'm worth anything. The old man gives her this geode and is like, what do you see when you look at this? And she was like, it's a rock girl. And he said, turn it over. And she saw all these gemstones. And he said, what do you see? And she said, I see an emerald. And he said, well, what you're gonna have to do, you have to find your emerald, carve it out, and then you have to polish it. So you have to find what you're good at, and then you have to work on it until you progress in that craft, right? But then he said, in a geode, there's also other stones that you don't see initially. I really came away from that film so inspired. A lot of the time when you're growing up, you're told that you should be one thing. What do you want to be when you're older? One thing, what do you want to be? I feel like it's kind of ingrained in you that you should focus on being one thing when I feel that you should be multiple things. And I came away from that film feeling so reassured that you don't have to be perfect at one thing. You don't even have to be perfect at everything. But as long as you're working on progressing in those crafts, you're doing the right thing. And actually, if you're just believing in yourself to begin with, you're doing the right thing. I just love that I came away from that film feeling so inspired, especially like I've said, this month hasn't been that inspiring work-wise in terms of modeling. When you're not getting work, it can feel really just disheartening. You can feel like it's self-inflicted, like it's something that you're doing wrong. Sometimes it's completely out of your hands. And like the old man said, there's other precious stones that you can be working on. But yeah, ending on a high for this category with Whispers of the Heart, that's my bestie. Like that's honestly gone to like top 10 films of all time for me. I'm very serious. But also in my top 10 films of all time is Hannah Montana the movie. And I will not be explaining it. 
Honestly, I haven't been watching that many new TV shows this month. So I went back to the classic. I went back to Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls is my comfort show. It's basically a show following Lorelai and Rory Gilmore, who are mother and daughter. And honestly, they're just going about their day. It's such a mundane show, which is why I love it. It's just them living their day-to-day -day life in Stars Hollow, which is their town. There's romance, there's drama. Lorelai, the mum, had Rory, the daughter, when she was 16, and she ran away from home and went to live in Stars Hollow. Now, Lorelai, the drama is Lorelai used to live with her parents who were rich. Bitch, they're rich, rich. In the pilot, Rory, the daughter, gets into a very prestige school called Chilton. But drama, it's a private school and Lorelai cannot afford this. So who does she go to? Her rich parents. Yes, she does. I mean, anyone would. No, it's true. But her parents say, you know what, Bestie, we haven't seen you in so long. We'll give you the money. But the catch is you and Rory have to have dinner with us every Friday night. So it's just such an interesting dynamic seeing Lorelai and her parents rekindle their relationship. But then Rory starting her new relationship with her grandparents. And it's just really sweet. It's a really wholesome, sweet show with romance, drama. So I really recommend Gilmore Girls to anyone that just wants to just chill. Another show that I was loving in January was The Traitors. Now I have been talking about The Traitors in previous episodes because famously, I went to a games night and we played traitors and I was a traitor three out of five times. Yes, I was. And I convinced them all that I was a faithful. Mm -hmm. Traitors, the show, is a reality TV show where 22 castmates go into a castle trying to win a prize fund, but there are three traitors amongst them trying to steal the money for themselves. Each week they have to try and figure out who the traitor is. So it's just a, it's a game of lying and deception, which is great. I wish there were more TV shows like this. And you know what? I think it already has a US version, which already just doesn't sound as good because it's just like all reality TV stars. So they know what they're getting themselves into because they've been on reality TV before. I think the reason why it was so good in the UK was because it was just normal day-to-day -day people just coming into it just for money. And just the twists and the turns and the drama is what I needed in my January to get me started. Another show that I watched recently was called The Rehearsal. Girl, this show was so abstract. It's such a weird show and I'm honestly gonna struggle trying to describe what it is. So if you are at all interested in this show, please go and watch the trailer. But even just watch the show because the trailer didn't really do anything for me when I initially was like trying to find out what the hell this show was about. So I just had to like get into the first couple of episodes and then I kind of understood the reasoning for this show. I think initially the show was if you could rehearse how this situation would go until it was perfect, until you were guaranteed a good outcome, would you then go through with it? And if you went through with it, would it turn out perfectly like you rehearsed it. Which just sounds so boring. It's not. The first episode follows this guy. He's basically in like a trivia club and he's lied about his academics. He basically lied about getting a master's degree when he didn't have one. But it's a lie that he's been telling for like 10 years. He didn't know how to come clean to his other teammates. So he basically got in touch with the show saying, hey besties, how can I rehearse this so that I get the best outcome to confess that I have lied? They then build a replica set of this bar where this guy is gonna confess to his friend so that they can then rehearse the confession. They rehearse where they're gonna sit, they rehearse what they're gonna say. I mean, the first episode doesn't really do the show justice because you kind of come away from it thinking, you did all of that 
for that outcome. I love the way that I tried my best to explain the most unexplainable show, but those are my favorite shows of January. But let's get into my favorite music of January. Welcome to Kit Costello's top 10 music hits of the month. So at number 10, we have Taylor Swift, would've, could've, should've. When this song came out, something changed in the cosmos. I remember when Midnight's dropped, I was obviously up, was it like at 5 a.m. at UK time? And Taylor said that something was coming out at 3 a.m. Not me saying Taylor as if she's like my best friend. You know, Taylor said at 3 a.m. something else was coming out. At 3 a.m. she dropped like, what, seven new songs and would've, could've, should've was one of those songs. It's one of the best songs on Midnight's because it's just a dramatic song. I mean, when Taylor says, give me back my girlhood, it was mine first. And she screams it, she screams it. And you can tell there's passion behind that. It's just so emotional. It's just a great song to scream in the car. On the opposite end of screaming in the car, at number nine, we have my friend, Sophia Alexa, with Before I Go, the title track of her EP, which if you haven't listened, I'm so serious. Everyone here, go and listen to Before I Go, Sophia Alexa. That EP is on repeat and you will see it in the top 10. This isn't the only Sophia song in my top 10. This song is basically about that feeling that you're almost not taking full advantage of your options, whether that's certain jobs that you wanna have when you're younger, romantic relationships. I think it's mainly about the romantic relationship side of it and getting too comfortable in a relationship and getting too used to it. It's such an interesting take to have in a song because it's not the typical like romance. It's almost like the anti-romance song, which is just so slay because as a non-commitment queen myself, this is my anthem. No, it is. At number eight, we have Conan Gray with Overdrive. Bitch, this song is just unadulterated pop. It's so good. It doesn't have that much meaning to me anyway. When I listen to this song, it's just satisfying. Sometimes I don't wanna be overanalyzing lyrics. I just wanna listen to like unadulterated pop. I do, and Conan Gray serves that to me sometimes. Moving on to number seven, we have Renee Rapp with Too Well. Not me actually acting like this is a radio station talking about my top 10. Renee Rapp is in The Sex Lives of College Girls, which is a great show to watch as well. It's not in my January favorites because it came out in December or November even. Her song In the Kitchen as well is really good. In at number six, we have Scissor with Nobody Gets Me. Everyone on TikTok was like, oh my gosh, this is Taylor Swift, the Taylor Swiftification of Scissor. This song is about losing that person that just understands and you just feel like you don't have to put on a front with them, which is so heart-wrenching when you lose that person. So that song is just very, again, dramatic. There's a theme throughout these songs where they're just dramatic. They're songs that I can sing. I love singing in the car on my way to the gym. A couple of these songs I am dancing on the treadmill to. No, I am, it's true. But this next one, I'm definitely not. At number five, we have Sophia Alexa again. And this one is to a fault. So when I initially heard this song on the EP, I didn't relate to it straight away. It's basically about being like overly loyal to people that don't deserve your loyalty. I don't think I related to it initially because I was just placing it in a romantic sense. But when I placed it, platonically to friendships that I've had in the past. Girl, I related straight away. So this song was straight up in my top 10. Memories, Conan Gray. 
The part where Conan says, I can't be your friend, I can't be a lover. I can't be the reason we hold back each other from falling in love with somebody other than me. Are you bloody kidding me? That is the drama I need in a song. And he screams it as well. And trust me, Conan, I'm screaming with you. No, I am. But yeah, again, dramatic song. And that's why it's at number four in the Kit Costello top 10 charts. At number three, it's a new entry by Maisie Peters. And the song is Body Better, which literally came out this most recent Friday for me. It's already top three of the Kit Costello top 10 charts. And this song is basically about someone in your life romantically moving on, but they don't really give you any reasons as to why they moved on. They're basically like, yeah, the relationship was perfect, but I just wasn't feeling it. You kind of question like, is the person you're with, is their body better than mine? Is that the only reason you moved on? Am I not good enough for you? So again, it's giving me the drama. Okay, so taking the silver spot at number two is Ethel Kane with American Teenager. This song is nostalgia in a jar. It's beautiful. It almost feels like a choir of angels is singing that intro. The title is so perfect for it as well because it just, it it just, it really encapsulates that Americana feel. Taking the number one spot of Kit Costello's top 10 charts for January is Sophia Alexa, World's Heaviest Shoes. It's Sophia again. World's Heaviest Shoes is again a very dramatic song. There's a lyric in it which gets me every time and it always makes me almost laugh. It's like, so I bang on the glass, screaming, why is no one calling the news? That is so me coded. Like literally, why is no one calling the news? Like I'm in the trenches. It makes me laugh because I just, I get that lyric so strongly and I relate to that and I resonate with that so much that hearing it in a song, it's like that unapologetic dramaticness is what I needed. So that is why it's number one on the Kit Costello on repeat charts for January. You've taken the gold, Sophia. I hope you're happy. But before I go, as always, I have a question to answer. The question this week is, how do you deal with nervousness? Now, the context of this question was in terms of modeling. Like, how do I deal with nervousness entering a casting? Just in general, dealing with nervousness is kind of the same with my confidence. They kind of go hand in hand for me. And it's just about faking it. I've talked about it before, faking it until I make it. I don't think anyone or anything can make you confident or less nervous because really, Nervousness just comes with being uncomfortable, right? In a situation you can't control, you can just try your best to take the reins of it and try and make it as comfortable as you can for yourself. For example, go in there wearing an outfit that makes you comfortable. Literally, it's just the bare minimum. Don't go in somewhere where you may feel nervous in an outfit that you don't feel comfortable in because that's another thing that you're worrying about. Try and put your best foot forward. A lot of the time, if I'm thinking about something a lot, like a casting or a job or even like runway, for example, a lot of the time, like the day before, I think in 24 hours, I would have done it. Whether I like it or not, I would have walked that runway. It's just about talking to that voice in my head and saying, you know what, just be quiet for a bit. Let me live my life and get on with it. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff that I do to try my best to overcome nervousness. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. Let me know what you think about doing like my favorites and just like a general roundup of the month. It's been a good time. And I hope that you take away some of my favorites and you watch the movies, you watch the TV shows, you listen to the music. Other than that, I hope you've enjoyed. You can follow me on Instagram at kit.costello. On TikTok, it's also kit.costello. You can submit your questions, your story times, and you can ask me advice on kickandbeinteresting.com. I hope you have an incredible week. I want to thank you once again for supporting this podcast and listening to it. It really means so much to me. And 
I really appreciate you. I hope you have an incredible week. I'm sending you so much love as always. Kit.